Hi, everyone. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to let you know that this was pre-recorded before Johnny Depp won his trial against Amber Heard. If you're anything like us, you immediately poured yourself a mega pint of wine in celebration. But keep in mind that this episode was recorded before we heard the final verdict. It's a bit of a chatty and casual episode today, but we hope you love hanging out with us for a bit. And let's jump into today's show. episode for you a little bonus episode to throw out into podcast universe just for fun <laughs> yes you need to you need to fill us in on all things johnny depp trial yes. for those of you who are interested in that that's what you're gonna do today right autumn yeah uh johnny depp and amber heard have taken over my life for the last <laughs> several weeks and this week amber was on stand and i could not get enough of it I'm excited. The rest of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I have not been following things super closely, but like clearly it's hitting enough of a fever pitch that it's dominating. Like even when I log on any social media, it's like all, all I feel like I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, me, on the other hand, I, I for whatever reason, I just haven't really watched any of it. So we're going to talk about that, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that. I mean, I won't bore you to death because if you've watched any of it, you probably already know. We're just going to talk about like some of the things I found very interesting. Do you have any other life updates? Um, not really. <laughs> I just have work. a very boring life. I, like all I've been doing is editing and then like I've been putting this trial on the TV on YouTube and like editing and like watching that. That's like been my entire life for the last like seven days. How are you liking your new Mac? You just got a new, yeah. new the new laptop that was I the Saga. A, how, how are you liking that? I got a MacBook Pro and I'm a full apple convert now <laughs> and i feel stupid for not like jumping into mac sooner i mean stupid is the wrong word i feel like i wish i would have jumped into mac products sooner because like it just i already have a, a apple iphone and airpods and an ipad that i work with all the time and like now my life is just like very cohesive and it's so fucking fast yeah it's like streamlined for you it wasn't that expensive either i mean in terms no. of technology It was like $400 more than what I was going to spend on like a really expensive gaming laptop. I need, I need to bite the bullet and get one. It's just, we're trying to build this house, which, you know, I know you are too, but. It is like learning a different language though. Really? Like everything's so different, like downloading things and like creating folders and I just, it's a little foreign to me. Like we've, Spencer and I, Spencer is like pretty techie and like we've had to like Google like how to do things multiple times. Well, it's good that you got it now then at the beginning of your season rather than like in the thick. Mm-hmm. Like it's good this happened now. <laughs> I'm kind of in the thicket. What's, what's that song? Into the thick of it. I'm in, I'm there. Like yeah. this is probably the worst time for me to have to buy a new laptop, but it is what it is. <laughs> We're rolling ahead now. It's well, all Well, at least you're not burnt out, I guess we should say. It's yes. at the if this had happened in like October and you were having to relearn all of this while you were trying to finish your season, I'm not sure that would have been that would have been worse, I think. 
no, it's actually, it's made some of my editing a little more streamlined, which I'll talk to you about later. But um, yeah, it's, it's been nice. It's been a good, good, unexpected transition for me. I need to figure out what I'm going to do because I need to get a new hard drive and all that stuff. I just, I really want to get a new lens instead of the new laptop, but yeah, and we both know. got, we both recently got new cameras too. Yes, we did. Twinsies. Always upgrading. <laughs> we upgrade? both got R6. Have you used it yet? Uh-uh, no. All my stuff has been getting rescheduled because of rain oh. and my, I don't have a wedding for a few weeks. So, um, I have a shoot this Sunday. I have a boudoir event this Sunday, so I'll get to use it then. But oh no, love it. It's so nice. It's so sharp. It's so fast. I'm excited about it. Other tiny. than, huh? It's tiny. It feels like little in your hands. It does. It does. It feels small. And like I told you what I said when I opened it, I thought it was broken because there's like something inside of it that moves. Yeah. It's like got a little rattle. Oh my gosh. I'm like, if I just spent thousands of dollars and this thing that showed up broken, I'm going to be mad, but all, all, all is well. All of my lenses look ginormous on the camera body. Mm-hmm. Like almost mm-hmm. embarrassing. And I feel very American for thinking bigger is better. Like um, <laughs> I got it out and I'm like, why is this so small? That mean that means it must not be as good, right? It reminds me, and if you're not a photographer, sorry, you can like Skip, you can be a skipper and skip past this part. The R6 camera body reminds me of like the Fuji camera bodies. They're like very, it's very small. It's really lightweight. The like L- LCD screen, LCD, LED, LCD screen. Um, like it's so nice. It looks like you're looking at a computer. Mm. It's really nice. So I can't I'm wait like ru- I'm like rubbing my eyes as you're talking. I'm sorry. Are your allergies not like terrible right now? Yeah, out of control. I, um, my eyes have been extremely itchy. And I've been, I don't know if it's the mercury retrograde or whatever, but I have been getting a horrible headache around like one mm-hmm. every day. Like, what's that about? Are you not drinking enough caffeine? If anything, I feel like it's been the opposite. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, it's not like excessive, but I mean, I'm doing at least two cups a day, like before that time. Okay. I don't know. It's- like super windy here and I think that's why my allergies are nuts and we have a humongous silver dollar eucalyptus tree in our front yard which I don't know if I've talked about this yet but like so it's like the eucalyptus that florists will use for weddings um and this tree is like 80 or 90 feet tall like it's huge wow yeah and we get like random people will knock on our door at like one o'clock in the afternoon they're like hey we have a wedding tomorrow can we use some of your eucalyptus i'm like yeah i don't give a fuck like trim it down you don't want a mess like all the time so and i tell my brides all the time like hey if you need filler let me know just come to my house trim my tree um but i think i'm a little bit allergic to eucalyptus yeah like it's i'm normally not a big allergy person but it's been bad enough here i don't have a eucalyptus tree sadly that sounds fabulous they're messy uh we just it's just been kind of off the charts here like if you go out and look at my mom's black car like it's yellow the Mm. just the pollen is Mm. so anyway I normally don't have to take allergy pills but I've been having to sidebar sorry little tangent as I I rub my eyes you take Zyrtec Mm, no I've been taking Claritin like ready tabs so my husband's doctor told him like if you're going to take an allergy pill, you may want to like take one for a few weeks and then take a break and then take something totally different for a few weeks because like you're, there's something about like the antihistamine type that they're using that like your body can kind of become used to it. So if you switch it up, it can help. 
if I have to take this for weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit sad because I'm spoiled well, and I normally don't have to take allergy medicine. So the thing with allergy medicine is like, you have to take it every single day, almost like birth control in order to keep it in your system. So if you just take it once on like a Monday, it's going to do nothing. You have to take it consecutive days in a row in order for it to work. Well, fuck that. <laughs> but I'll just have then itchy eyes. Make you feel like you're on crack. Oh. So. I will say that if I take a Benadryl at night, I have no problem. <laughs> I love a good Benadryl snooze. Do yeah. I got, Eyes aren't I got, itching when they're closed. <laughs> we were in Mexico. This is like, maybe I won't put this on the podcast, but we were in Mexico. I was like at the pharmacy at the airport and I was like, give me all the retin-A. And then I was asking the lady, I was like, what else do you have here? Like, what else can I, I was like, do you have Xanax? What do you have? And she was like, oh, I don't have Xanax. She's like, but I do have, I think. I can't remember what it's called, a Tazerac or Azerac. And it's like a heavy duty Benadryl. Really? Like, like if you want to sleep for like 14 hours straight uninterrupted, I'll bring you one when I come to Ohio next month. Well, I told you I've, I've had one time in my life where recently where I was having a panic attack bad enough that, and I normally don't get panic attacks, but I was having a panic, that, panic attack bad enough that I called the doctor and I was like, can you like send me something? <laughs> Like just for today. I don't want something like long-term. I need something today. They sent me in like, I didn't even go get it. I told her to cancel it. Cause I'm like, I wanted something good. You know, she said it was like a, a prescription strength Benadryl. That's probably what it was. Yeah. They, they're nice, they're, but they do make you sleepy. So like if you want a, like a Xanax effect, it's going to do mostly not that it's going to make you sleepy. Well, that, that's why I told her to forget it. Cause it was like, it was early in the morning and I had a full day, you know, like I can't be asleep. Yeah, so I'm like, I guess we're just having a panic attack today. <laughs> I thought I was having panic attacks in like, well, I probably was in 2020 um, and 2021. And I like called my stepsister, my, well, she's not really my stepsister anymore. Our, our parents were married at one point. And anyways, long story. And she was a therapist at one point And she was like, I don't think you're having a panic attack. I think that maybe you've had too much caffeine or something. Well, then I went to the doctor because it wouldn't stop and it, I ended up having a really, really low iron and I was anemic and that was causing my heart to race. Mm. And so, yeah, I wasn't having, I was just confusing that with a panic attack, but it felt the same. It felt like, <laughs> like I couldn't breathe. Oh, well, I, I 100% know I do have anemia actually, but I, this particular event was just, it was life and kids and work, but uh, yeah, it's fine. You. It's passed. And I, I didn't tell me. After yeah, I did. And you're pissed that she didn't give you Xanax. <laughs> and and here's what's funny is I've never even taken a Xanax. I don't even know what it does. I just know from people who like I don't know what's the show Will and Grace, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. from from I just know from pop culture that if you're having a panic attack, you want a Xanax. So like yeah. that's what I was expecting her to call in for me. And they were like, "Well, it's habit forming." I'm like, "Bitch, how is one?" I want one fucking pill. I'm not asking for an entire bottle. Uh, it's just crazy. And I, I get it. Like I get that the, you know, addiction, the opioid crisis, all of that. I know, I know how serious it is. So the medical community has to be careful, right? Mm -hmm. I guess the reason I was kind of pissed is just because I, I wanted one, you know, like I, and I've never called, I mean, she's been my doctor for, I don't know, almost a decade. I've mm -hmm. never called in those circumstances ever. So I just was a little, I was a little pissed. I'm like prescription strength. Maybe the doctors in California are just a little more like 
frivolous with giving out drugs. <laughs> oh, God. I've had, like I've had multiple doctors offer me like Zoloft or Xanax, or, like anything, like all kinds of stuff. And I don't take, I've never taken that, but um, like I didn't, I've never even been on birth, well, not that I've never been on birth control, but I haven't been on birth control for like 14 years. Well, you have to keep in mind where I am though. Like where we're living right now as we build this house is in Appalachia. Mm. And like the 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 pill ec- epidemic here is really bad. I mean, I know it's bad everywhere, but this is I feel like kind of the heart of a lot of it. Any yeah. anything near West Virginia is kind of I think the doctors here are way more hyper aware of what it can do, you know. So I mean, like I said, I get it, but yeah. <laughs> There's a Netflix, I think it's on Netflix. It's a documentary or like a, it's like a, like a six part series. I'm pretty sure it's called The Pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And it is eye opening as to what went down in like the nineties with the doctors and like just pushing out prescription pills to people and how it created this like crazy epidemic. And if you have time to watch it, it it's like kind of like a murder mystery mixed in with like that whole subject it's super shady because they knew how addictive all that stuff was I mean I remember getting my niece I had ACL reconstructive surgery when I was what 15 16 so this is a long time ago and I remember I got out of surgery and I had this huge bottle of hydrocodone like so many pills that there's no way I could have finished them fast forward to now and James has ACL surgery they sent him home with like seven oxys that was it this is all you get. And it's like, once that's gone, you, you don't get any more. Once that's gone, we're going to send you like 800 milligram ibuprofen. Like they're hip to it now, you know, but mm-hmm. all I'm saying is when your girl's having a panic attack, <laughs> kind of sucks. How did I get on this? To- uh, I don't even know where this came from. Anyway, Because okay, of so my I'm- allergies. Because okay, the yeah, same allergies. shit I'm taking from my itchy eyes is what they offered me when I thought the sky was falling. <laughs> um. Okay, so with your itchy eyes, you said you were watching a new show to me. What are you watching? I just finished Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Oh. It's good. Yeah. I actually liked it. And I also finished with all my free time. And by free time, I mean in the wee hours of the morning when I refuse to go to bed because I'm 100% one of those moms that stays up late because it's our only free time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also finished Ozark. And I wanted to – you don't watch that, right? We watched – like most of season one and then we just never got back into it okay well lincoln lawyer is really good you should watch it i liked it a lot because it, um, it, it was a mcconaughey movie wasn't it uh i don't i don't know it is based on a book yeah but it um it's got like a kind of like a csi vibe kind of oh. okay it's pretty good um i don't know if you ever watched that but I yeah did. the you did Oh, CSI Miami, baby. Okay. Then I think you'll like it. So then I finished Ozark and I wanted to ask you about that, but you don't watch it. But a lot of people are really like in upheaval about the ending of Ozark because it was the season finale this year or the, I'm sorry, the series finale. Yeah. It's over. Um, But it got me to thinking like, do you have a show that you've watched where the ending was like, you actually thought it was really good because I, I just, as people have been complaining about the ending of Ozark, I'm like, it's pretty rare for people to like the ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just two shows come to mind immediately. Obviously Fleabag. I talked about it in a recent episode. My favorite show of all time is only two seasons. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon prime. Absolutely worth watching. 
Um, the ending is so good and they leave it off on a great note. The other show that I really love the ending to, which now they've done like a couple movies, but was Downton Abbey. Did you ever watch Downton Abbey? Mm, so I'm like you with Ozark. I've started Downton Abbey and not finished. Mm. I kind of got bored. Oh, what? Okay. I've, <laughs> I've watched Downton Abbey through like three times. Because really? I just, yeah, I love it. I think, I think for me that it's just too, there's not enough flavor for me i think i'm just so desensitized that like because have you watched outlander yes well i've watched the first four seasons see like i i came from outlander Mm -hmm. to downtown abbey so it was it's almost like going anywhere else after going to disney world i felt like outlander is a different speed if you've not watched outlander it's on stars and now Uh, i think it's netflix yeah, the old seasons are on Netflix, and I just feel like I was expecting Outlander level passion and mm-hmm. movement from Downton Abbey, and Downton mm-hmm. Abbey's more like slow. Downton Abbey's definitely a slow burn, um, but it, they're both period pieces, but they're very different. Outlander's a little bit like fantasy, mm-hmm. um, definitely some steamy sex scenes. Yeah, see, um, I need the spice. Yeah. It didn't have the spice for me. It was I could appreciate Downton Abbey. It was good, and like it's a totally different note. But when I'm coming into watching something at night, like I'm either looking for brain candy or I don't know. I mm-hmm. if it's too boring, I just can't. I kind of. Okay. But no, I haven't finished it. But you liked well, the I, ending of it. I did like the ending of it. it. I feel like they ended it on a good note. The movie, the first movie, was also like a nice little like add-on they did it really well and now there's I think there's another movie coming out about the, like now I think it's coming out soon this summer I think but it's about the dowager countess the grandmother and like her like some Italian fling she had in her 20s so I think that'll be kind of fun to watch um, <gasps> scandal scandal I love a good scandal <laughs> um but yeah those the the show that I think had the one of the most talked about endings and I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Hell yeah, I did. Okay. How did you feel about the ending? I hated it. Really? Okay. Why? Spoiler alert. Do, 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 we don't have time to get into the why <laughs> of why I hated the ending of that show. Okay. I mean, if I had to give you bullet points, are we giving bullet points? What if people haven't seen it? Spoilers. No, spoiler okay, alert. Spoiler it's, alert. It's, go ahead. Okay. Spoiler alert, if you have not finished Game of Thrones, stop listening right now and fast forward like five minutes ahead. But I hated what happened with the dragon. Mm. That was enough to like, I I, I was incensed because I'm sorry if, if, (laughs) if my dog saw someone do that to me, she would have had more of a reaction than that dragon did. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not believable. This is her like baby, her protector, her guardian. She's just been murdered. And this dragon just flies off mm-hmm. into nowhere. I'm sorry. It's just, that's no, no. Yeah. I feel like the thing I didn't like the most about the last season, which obviously there's been some like talk about like, HBO had like only a certain amount of budget and they only had so much time and they, whatever. That they, they had such like, good character build prior to that last season and then like all that character building kind of went out the window the last like two episodes yeah I thought that they did what happened with um what was it the sex in the city second movie 
Mm. Yes. Where they completely abandon who these these characters really were. Like mm-hmm. I just I just thought that they did what's her name? The blonde haired person in Game of Thrones. Um, her name is like oh, escaping Daenerys. Me. Daenerys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Targaryen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved her and I just felt like the the way they ended that was just not how I saw that going. You know? Yeah, it didn't do justice to her character for sure. No. They just yeah. completely abandoned her character and it like went to shit. And then they even had her dragon abandon her. I'm like, bro, no. That dragon would have bit his fucking head off. Well, and, like if they were gonna have her lose her mind like that, they should have like they should have built that into her character arc earlier on. Yeah, because she like always she was she was always passionate and had like fire, but she always like ended up doing the right thing. You know, I don't know. I just I hated the ending of Game of Thrones. The show I think ended really well. Uh, that I always go back to is Friends. Oh yes, like they Absolutely. ended that show perfectly. Yeah, except for I'm not a Ross and Rachel fan. Really? And yeah, I feel like Ross was always kind of holding her back. Like every time I... she had a job and she was doing well at a job, he like found some reason to be jealous of her, or the guy that she was working with, or he always found some excuse to like be upset about whatever she was doing that was like good for her. Mm, I don't know. I think so. My, this is like an existential crisis in our friendship right now. I'm like struggling. I like that this is supposed to be a minisode and we're already. <laughs> I just don't think I think you're forgetting like again I think friends did such a great job at character development I think you need to give Ross a little bit of grace here Ross never thought he would get Rachel ever in a thousand lifetimes she's his end all be all like he's this nerd that thought he never ever had a chance so you got to let the guy be a little insecure at the end of the day after he's insecure he always realizes he's being insecure and then comes back to her and is sorry and is apologetic and wants whatever is best for her yeah you know what I'm saying like I I know I get where you're coming from but at the same time Ross is like my man like I love Ross he's hysterical and he's he was the nerd he was like I think he does 100% get insecure especially like when he sees her spreading her wings but then he always comes back to like okay I'm being ridiculous Mm -hmm. Ross is my favorite character yeah on the whole I don't I don't know if I could pick a favorite but Ross is way way up there he has some of the most hilarious storylines every season and like the best acting and like he's just yeah (laughs) everything about him is funny Mm -hmm. and I just I we I don't know man I love Ross and Rachel together like that scene where they first get together and the U2 song is playing I think it is and she unlocks the door oh my god Mm -hmm. like and then and then the other scene where he's Phoebe's like, is she, he's her lobster. And they finally like smooch in the apartment. I feel like Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, their outfits in the first three seasons, you could wear them right now too. That's like totally. Oh yeah. The nineties are in, in a big way. Yeah. Okay. But we we were not the Jennifer Aniston haircut though. I couldn't do that. It'll, we'll see it again in our lifetime. Oh, I think The, the fucking poof is back. Oh my god! I saw that the other night. Like the there was a guy who was like, "Wait, what was that? Bumpets are next. If bumpets come back, I will die." The Snooky. No, that's the 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 what's her name? Addison Ray or some some. She brought it back. Like it's Mm -hmm. here. This thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I have a picture of me in college with that hair. (laughs) Yeah, it reminds me of like Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. 
that whole outfit is back. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. and and Elena was wearing this little mini backpack, and she's like, "We are all doing mini backpacks, and it's so in." I'm like, uh-huh. "Right, like this has been in before. You didn't yeah. create the trend of mini backpacks. You're stealing all of our shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, it's not a great time for crop tops being when you're like. 33 37 <laughs> I'm working on it man I'm trying I'm trying I I've never been a crop top wearer though that's what's funny is I've never been secure enough to wear a crop top which is why I'm so glad that they're back in at this age because I'm finally like I'm wearing the fucking crop top I really that's don't give a shit you wore mine when you were here mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but James was texting me while I was with you like I've never seen your stomach before <laughs> I mean obviously he has but not in public you know what yeah. I mean Scandalous. Even when I was in, even when I was younger, I ne- I've never been a crop top wearer. Yeah. It took me a while to like feel confident. And I think, you know, what made me feel confident enough to do it was high-waisted jeans. Yeah, that's true. I would not be wearing it in low rise. Yeah. I like, I know low rise is kind of coming back in. Not for me, bitches. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I cannot. No. It's too much. It's too much. The only the problem with high rise though is when you sit down, it's a little weird. Yeah, it does definitely there's like a little bit of like a poochiness that happens when you sit. Yeah, down. there's like and then you stand up and like the jeans are changed from where <laughs> yours. <laughs> I have high rise jeans that I wear when I know I'm going to be standing up a lot and I have high rise jeans that I wear when I know we're going to be sitting down quite a bit. You have and, entered a whole new realm of yourself and an understanding of your body when you reach the point that you have sitting and standing pants. And let me tell you, if I'm ever in like an accident and I'm unconscious and I'm, I've been driving, my pants will be unzipped <laughs> because I can't drive with my pants buttoned. It's too much for me. When people say like somebody posted about this online and people are like, well, just buy bigger pants. And she like, showed herself standing up she's like I don't need bigger pants these fit they're great it's just I can't sit down the thing is and this is not me like bragging I do have a fairly narrow waist like my waist is like a size four but my ass is a size eight and so it's very hard for me to find high-waisted pants that fit me correctly so I've been buying the Abercrombie Curve Love high-waisted mm-hmm. jeans and they are like an extra two inches around your hips right so they fit my ass well but like when I sit down it's too it's too tight all right, so we're supposed to be getting to the Johnny Depp thing. Otherwise, oh. we're going to talk about jeans for forever. So okay. tell me what's brief, happening. Brief synopsis. So uh, if you don't know anything about this trial, basically Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for defamation. Defamation. Defamation? So you say that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because she wrote this op-ed in, I believe, the New York Post and saying that she was a survivor of domestic abuse and – basically alluding to that it it was Johnny Depp that was abusing her blah 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 okay so when this first came out in 2016 I was straight up on Amber Heard's side because I'm I think you and I are both in the like believe the victim first Mm -hmm. right it was like yeah it was at the height of the me too movement and I was like wow I can't believe Johnny Depp would do that but okay like who would come up with these crazy allegations that she came up with like they were insane I had to believe her well and I kind of went into this, into this trial believing her too because I didn't. They've already done a trial in the UK. I knew nothing about it. Um, so at first I was on her side, but now I've flipped to Johnny's side. I think that he is maybe the victim. Um, she 
is first of all a very bad actress and it is showing when she is on stand um she's just got like crazy person vibes to me but anyway so she's made all these claims about and this is like trigger warning okay she's made all these claims about him like sexually assaulting her with a wine bottle oh gosh okay um that he like beat the crap out of her for like three days straight at one point like all these claims and like when she's telling the story of like if you were just listening to it and not watching her you would be like oh my god this poor girl like she really went through it okay but if you're physically watching her on stand it's so apparent that she's lying and I hate to say that because again I'm usually like a believe a, a believe the victim first but she's contradicting herself she remembers like too much detail but then she doesn't remember important details um it's kind of all over the place she's crying but there's zero tears coming out of her eyes she's intentionally not wearing mascara because she doesn't want it to be obvious that like she has no tears coming out of her eyes um and it's just been like really 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 wild that being said i think that the relationship was extremely toxic on both sides johnny obviously has some substance abuse issues so does she although she claims that she doesn't but like like I'm not just casually taking Molly's and ecstasy and mushrooms when I know. Well, and there's husband. like the, the the conversation around their substance abuse has become like a little bit of a of a meme generator in its own, right? Because of some some like a mega pint is now a dubbed thing. Yeah. So Johnny was on stand, and her lawyer was like cross examining him and they had shown this video of him like being upset and slamming these cabinets kicking and slamming these cabinets that amber was recording this video and then he like puts this like goblet down on the counter and like pours it to the brim okay which i mean we've all had hard days where we've over poured ourselves a cocktail or two right and so after they show a video of the lawyers like and you poured yourself a mega pint of wine and johnny's like a mega pint <laughs> And so it's become this like viral meme. I mean, the amount of viral memes and sound bites that have come out of this trial are is insanity. Okay, so the basics are she wrote something, which I didn't read. It sounds like you did. She wrote something alleging him of, of some terrible, terrible things. Mm -hmm. And now he's taking her to trial for defamation. And you first were on her side. And now as things are coming out, it's what clear to you that she's lying about the abuse. And that's the, that's the issue lying about a lot of things the abuse she's like a, a ton of like photographic evidence too that in my opinion as somebody who has had some botox and filler done her evidence of her face being beat looks eerily similar to botox injections and lip injections mm. and her friend took these photos of her but her friend didn't see the abuse nobody's actually seen johnny hit her ever mm -hmm. okay they've seen them like arguing and fighting both of them arguing fighting um and then she's got like this photo that has like lines of cocaine and but it looks very staged and at first i was like oh well you know there was obviously there was something going on in that apartment or that wherever they live but then when Johnny's attorney got on stand, she was like, well, he's an addict, right? And she's like, yeah. She's like, have you ever known an addict to like draw cocaine lines and then not do them? Mm. Like, why were they just on the table? Did she so ever call the police? 
So she called the police twice, but both times they came out, the police saw no evidence of physical abuse. Mm. And like, so it, just has, so, it sounds like a really toxic relationship, super toxic relationship on both sides. I'm not taking, I'm not saying Johnny is like a great guy. He's very charming. I will say that when he's on stand, he's incredibly charming. Mm-hmm. So, and I do think that like most abusers and narcissists do kind of have that energy, but Amber's kind of charming. Is she? Like I just know I, I keep seeing things about her getting caught in a lie and something. So when this came on my radar is because of video of her like having an affair in an elevator with James DeFranco. Okay. So James Franco. So sorry, James Franco, not uh, DeFranco. Yeah, I yeah, added the duh. He is James DeFranco at this yeah. point. Um, so basically like her and Johnny were kind of like at the end of their relationship and they just had like this ginormous fight and uh, allegedly had this ginormous fight and then like the next day she's got a video of her sneaking james franco into the elevator to go up to the penthouse that johnny depp owned Mm. they're like not just in the elevator together they're like canoodling in the elevator and then five or six days later i think it's like that was like may 22nd and then on may 27th she's got elon musk in the elevator doing the same thing ew what yeah so also what's come out of this which i did not know i first of all didn't even really know who amber heard was until this trial that's 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 what's fun that's what i find interesting is like everybody's like oh johnny Depp, amber heard i'm like who (laughs) she's been like side character in a lot of like random movies like she was in zombie land as like the girl at the beginning that the kid is like interested in and she becomes a zombie within like the first 10 minutes of the movie so she has a very short stint in the movie um so she's been in like little things but she dated Elon Musk immediately after she filed for divorce with Johnny Depp. And when they were together, they allegedly had a menage a trois affair with Cara Develine. Mm. Okay. Which, whatever. But also, while they were together, Elon Musk and Amber Heard created embryos together. And then when they broke up, Elon Musk took her to court to like have them destroyed and she won and then she had a surrogate immediately get pregnant and so now she has this baby that is allegedly elon musk's baby oh my lord like it's weird shit like that this whole trial is just fucking bizarre oh my goodness okay well thanks for bringing me up to speed because i haven't been watching it yeah we're on like when is it supposed to be over so it's supposed to be done by May 27th, like a verdict reached by May 27th. Um, so I think next week is kind of the last week of it. But they, there's just so much coming out now. Like so many people who are like, uh, what's the guy, the main character in Yellowstone? What's his name? I don't remember. I don't watch that show. Oh, shit. What's his name? Hold on. I got to find it. I always want to say Clint Eastwood, but that's not who it is. <laughs> no, Clint Eastwood's not in Yellowstone. <laughs> no, he's old as fuck. <sighs> What's his name? Kevin Costner. Okay. So Kevin Costner came out last week with a statement saying that a day or two after Amber and Johnny had gone on like a break, they were just on a break, um, that Amber walked into his trailer butt naked to try and like seduce him. And he said that like she's a psychopath, like narcissist, like she's got issues. So if Kevin Costner is coming out and saying that, like, I do think that there is some, like, weird, like, she's got some gold digger vibes. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I'm going to keep my judgment withheld until the judge who's heard everything makes a decision. But it definitely sounds like she's making sure her she's taken care of by mm-hmm. men with money. Mm-hmm. And, like, all her friends were living for free in Johnny's penthouses. Oh. Just, like, like just bizarre stuff. So, anyways, Okay, so May 27th. I, we May will 27. keep you updated. And okay. if there's any more juicy stuff that comes out, we'll do another, like, you know. Well, there's you a got a truck out. at your house right now? It's <laughs> driving by. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Okay, so, but, but here's what I find most fascinating is that the world is, like, a disaster there's so much going on and like this is what people are glued to because it's so redonkulous mm-hmm. and the stuff that is happening right now is so scary that I feel like I don't know I'm mentioning this because I don't like when people are like why are you paying attention to that when there's real problems and it's like I personally am the kind of person that when there are real problems I'm kind of gravitate towards this kind of stuff because I'm like I need a distraction this is too much life is too yeah. much you know I mean why do you think TikTok blew up during COVID mm-hmm. because it was like the n- nicest distraction from all the chaos that was happening around us that we couldn't control. Yeah. I mean, things are just nuts right now. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand why people are like, let's talk about this random lady who's mm-hmm. <laughs> having sex with James Franco in an elevator. <laughs> oh my God. It was just <laughs> bizarre. But Johnny Depp's team, his like lawyers, honestly, badasses. He did get the best of the best. That's all I've seen. A, I've seen some like clips that are ending up on different platforms and his lawyer's faces when she's on the stand, when Amber's on the stand saying certain things like I think it's hysterical because clearly this is a civil trial because when you never get to see these kinds of reactions out of attorneys. I feel like normally, but I guess, I don't know if it's because it's a civil trial or I don't know if it's because it's being televised. I don't know if it's just his personality, but the faces this guy is making when he thinks she's lying are just so good. Ben, he's very animated. He, my mom literally said to me yesterday, she's like, he reminds me of a cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like though, if I was an attorney, that's how I would be when someone was blatantly, I thought blatantly lying. I would, I wouldn't be able to hide it from everyone. No, I do not have a good poker face. No, I would be like, I would, yeah, I would be rolling my (laughs) eyes and like sighing like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I wanted to talk to you about Coastal Grandma, but I don't know if we have time. We have a few minutes unless you got to go. I do need to go, but just real briefly, I, I I don't know if all of you have heard about the Coastal Grandma movement, but (laughs) it's on TikTok. Basically, um, this this woman, I think her name is Lex. It's either Lex or Lexi Nicoletta. I'm not positive, but she kind of oh, coined yes. the she coined the phrase, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Lex or Lexi? I Do think you know? It's just Lex. Okay. Well, she's on TikTok. She kind of coined this phrase, coastal grandma. It's now this way of life, and everybody's talking about it. And it's based on basically the Diane Keaton something's gotta give vibe of like just that entire era with like the hats and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Linen pants. Yeah. What's so funny is like, it's not just Diane Keaton for me, pretty much any Nancy, Nancy Myers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the holiday for me should yeah. fall into coastal grandma vibes. It's the one with Meryl Streep where she's like a baker in Santa Barbara. It's complicated. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Her house in that movie. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about it because like, how are you going to decorate your house? Like, do you I mean, like as, grandma? 
it's like I want to do like modern coastal grandma. Yeah. So I had I had this other decorator who I follow, and he was talking about let's put coastal grandma to an end. I'm so tired of trying to make coastal grandma happen, and da 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 da. And he all the stuff he put up of it of like seashells in your house and all this other stuff to me is not what coastal grandma is at all. Like mm-hmm. Meryl Streep's house and it's complicated is not cliche at all to me. No, no. And I just, I feel like some people are missing what coastal grandma is. I think coastal grandma is like rich, modern, cozy. What's funny is as I've started looking at these places for the description you just gave, I never realized how cluttered all these places are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like the I always love the house in um, the Family Stone movie. Oh my gosh, yes! And like when you really think about if somebody were to ask you what movies make you feel at home and like you love the decor, right? I'm saying all these movies we're talking about, but then I go through and I look at them on Pinterest and I'm like, is that really the room? <laughs> <laughs> It's like all matching furniture. There's stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, wallpaper, like I, things I would never think to put together. I think at yeah. the end of the day, it's about being cozy, like homey. I want my house to feel so cozy. Yeah, because otherwise I feel like the alternative is is what everyone else is doing right now. And then everybody's house looks the same. Yeah. I feel like when before we bought the new build, we were kind of looking at like pre already built homes that people were living in and like every house was gray like mm-hmm. gray floors gray countertops gray cabinets gray walls and everyone's like, got that restoration hardware couch or a dupe of it mm-hmm. you know and gray vinyl flooring <laughs> if i have to see any more i can, can i i i am really over anything boho personally oh my gosh my mom and i were at world market yesterday buying furniture for a new house that i don't have built yet and I was like, I don't want any of this shit. And she was like, oh, you don't want any hippie shit in your house? And I was like, no, because like that's all that I've seen for the last couple of years. And I just I'm sick of it. Yeah. So I think for me, that's why I wanted to ask you about if you like Coastal Grandma, because I love those vibes. Like, But for me, it's not it doesn't have to be beachy. And I, I would love if my house gave off Nancy Myers, Diane Keaton type vibes. I think the vibe is like lived in like you can tell that memories have been made in that house there's like interesting artwork but then like a cozy couch to sit on and like you could totally just like have a cup of tea or coffee while you sit at the little breakfast nook and like I think that's the vibe that you want the house to be yeah and it has to be a little bit eclectic in some ways like I feel like there's always like a good mix of patterns and textures um but yeah, I just, it, it, I think it was, it's complicated in particular, which I actually just watched last weekend. I turned it on. It was just on in the background while we were like going through our Sunday. But I told James, I'm like, I just love this house. And what's funny to me is I didn't realize how rich everyone was in all these movies yeah. because I was watching them when I was much younger. And now as an adult trying to buy all of these things, I'm like, these people are loaded. Oh my gosh. Like Meryl Streep's house in that movie, if you haven't seen it, just watch it just for the aesthetic purposes alone. Yeah. There's also, also a little there's a little bit of a lack of diversity in some of these movies too. Oh, but for sure. They're early yeah. 2000s like romantic comedies, so. Yeah, I didn't that. notice that either. I, another one I was going to watch that made me just think of, of the same long lines is Because I Said So. Do you remember that yes. one? Yes. Yes. 
I love that movie. Do you? I do. I remember the first time I saw that movie, I felt icky. Like I felt really bad for him mm. about how she, what she was doing, like when she yeah. was sleeping with both of them. Yes. And that's definitely one of those movies that like, I'm such a feminist, but in that movie, I'm like, okay, but would we like this movie if it was the other way around? No. Absolutely. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> There's a lot of movies that if you flipped the, you know, flipped the characters around, you'd be like, eh. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Yeah. That Because I said so, it was one that I definitely had to see, like, I think the second time I liked it more. The first time it was kind of hard for me to swallow. I think I just loved Mandy, Moore, Mandy Moore's uh, outfits in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I do love how they always are changing around their furniture. It's just another one that's like they both have homey vibes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, well, there. our mini show just... turned into 45 minutes, so... <laughs> we'll put up the the coastal grandma link and we'll put up some links to you'll you'll find some johnny depp amber heard update yeah you know accounts for us to follow Mm -hmm. uh but yeah other than that this was fun yeah all right well we love you guys and we'll see you uh the next episode bye bye Thanks for listening to Just Call Me. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you at the same time next week.